Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Red Life Show. Today, episode 234. It is uh, Friday, May 29th. I'm your host, Kellen. With me, Tim. Tim, say hi. Hey, guys. What's up, Tim? Here. Welcome back. So, uh, thanks for joining us once again in this uh, this this month of May. This is the last show of May uh, before we get into a June, which is hopefully a better month than May. Because I feel like I'm just hoping every month gets better because they just don't seem to be getting better in this world. You know what I mean? I'm just ready for 2020 to be over, to be completely oh, honest. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> Let's get it done. Sure. It certainly feels like something that could speed up so we can just get through this. Uh, anyway, thanks thanks for joining us, though. On, on a much lighter note, we have uh, a bunch of good topics to run through for the past couple of weeks. We want to talk Pixel 4a news, Note 20 news, Motorola Edge Plus review is up, uh, OnePlus news, RCS news, Sony Xperia 1 Mark II news. Uh, and then, of course, yeah, we have trivia. Uh, if you're new around here, we do trivia at the end of every show. So we run through our topics, have fun with those, and then we sort of reward you for hanging around with a little bit of trivia. Um, so we do five questions at the end of every show. We give away prizes to five different winners. And uh, this week, PNY is hosting the prizes. And, uh, well, we have five 512 gigabyte micro SD Pro Elite cards. So everyone that wins gets a 512 gigabyte pro elite PNY card, which is, uh, I mean, it's pretty big, pretty big prize right there. That's an awesome prize. Uh, if you have a phone that supports expandable storage, throwing in one of these guys, you'll be able to carry around pretty much all of your documentation, your digital docs, uh, your videos, your photos, all that good stuff. So slap in an SD card, expand that phone storage. It's, I mean, you can't really go wrong with an SD card. So shout out to PNY. We greatly appreciate the prizes. And yeah, and good luck to everybody. And shout out PNY who's in the chat already just hanging out. Which is hanging out. See? Yeah, you love to see the PNY. sponsor in the chat. We, we'll, we'll have to keep on our best behavior. <laughs> yes, we will. So uh, again, once we get through the topics, we'll do trivia. And uh, yeah, all winners get a 512 gigabyte micro SD card courtesy of uh, PNY. So uh, Nice. Good stuff. All right, well, let's, uh, let's dive in first to Pixel 4a news. Um, Pixel 4a, still not out, by the way. Uh, I guess we sort of figured it was probably going to drop in May when I.O. was supposed to happen. I.O. obviously didn't happen. Google's now doing a Android 11 beta show next week. So then we thought, all right, well, if you're not going to do May, maybe it'll be June. We don't really know at this point. Um, but we've gotten sort of little hints about... Uh, features and things throughout maybe even pricing i think since we did our last show um so the updates here are no squeezy sides so you guys remember in the pixel started with the pixel 2 right pixel yeah 2 3 3a and 4 all have the squeezy side you squeeze it launches it so 4a no squeezy side which is kind of sad the 3a had it right 3a had it right i never touched the 3a i know you didn't I'm pretty sure the 3A has Squeezy. Anyway, so Squeezy gone in the 4A. Um, we also got a Google survey that floated around that mentioned potential pricing, and it and it didn't say Pixel 4A and Pixel 5, but it said Pixel 4, or it said like affordable Pixel phone. What would you think if it cost $349? And then what if like the higher end Pixel phone costs $699? We just assumed they meant 4A and Pixel 5. So... 349 was a price point we had seen rumored at just a couple of days before that news dropped. Uh, 349 with 128 gig storage is kind of the rumor, and I'm sorry, but that would be a hell of a deal. I think we've 
we kind of talked about that already, but there was a, since we last talked, there was, you know, the survey popped up. Um, And then finally, um, Google CEO Sundar Pichai sat down for an interview with The Verge, and he talked about a whole bunch of stuff during the sort of pandemic, how Google's dealing with it and this and that. And of course, they touched on hardware. And, you know, they asked him, how's hardware going? Are you going to quit making Pixel phones? Things like that. And, you know, he, he essentially said, no, we're we're in this for the long haul. We're uh, continuing Whatever to do means. it. Yeah, hardware is hard. You know, it's a lot of stuff we've heard. He kind of kept alluding to this idea that everything takes a couple years. So in like two to three years, maybe things will be great. And it's like, okay, Sundar, I, I get what you're saying, but we're four years in, dude. We're four years and five different Pixel phones in, and you're still talking about two to three years from now. What are you What are you saying to the original Pixel and Pixel Two owners, like? Yeah, we just weren't ready. Those were just crap. You got to wait long. Anyway, he says they're they're in it. So. I feel more bad for the Pixel 3 and Pixel 4 owners because really there's been sort of a step back in terms of what Google has been offering, starting with the Pixel 3 lineup. Um, right, yeah. all, minus the A, of course, the 3A and the 3A XL. It seemed like great devices, at least according to the reviews and the owners. Uh, things really just kind of took that decline after the Pixel 2 series. So yeah, I don't know what their plan is. They really need to like step it up and step it up quickly though i don't know if google is going to allow them you know google would allow its pixel team to sort of just not do good for a few more years that seems like a total waste of money on their part yeah they're too big of a company and they make the software and now they have a hardware division and it shouldn't be hard for them to make a really excellent phone uh it shouldn't take six or seven tries but it might might according to uh, i think you know he's sort of talking about like probably back-end service stuff like assistant to making it smarter and more important and integrated into the phone i'm assuming and so maybe they're still working on some of those things but it's like sundar in the meantime you guys need to nail the rest of the stuff that samsung's nailing that one plus is nailing you got to do the the phone stuff you want to do the smart stuff i'm cool with that but you got to nail the basics first now, they want to do the smart stuff that looks really good at a keynote, but is not implemented by hardly anyone who owns the device in real life. Uh, you know, like kind of going back to the squeezy sides. I mean, even when I was using the Pixel 4, like, I remember really using Active Edge to uh, to activate Assist or anything. I always just tap on the dedicated Google search bar that's right there on my home screen. Like, I just, I maybe it's a habit thing, but... The things that Google seems to want to work on with the Pixel line just don't really resonate with me, at least. And it's all just kind of for show, to show off Google Assistant and all that stuff. It's, it's like a trick thing. It's like a little yeah. series of tricks. They're like, look what we could do. The squeezy side thing I actually used quite a bit, but you could tell Google's gone towards, well, we just want to make Assistant so fast that you don't need to, right? By voice, right? And the right. Pixel 4 was the first that had basically on device assistant where you just say it has the new assistant at instant and, and basically in real time. So I get why they would go away from the squeezy stuff, but uh, you know, they, they just need to nail the other stuff and then stop making phones that like have all these hardware issues and defects that people complain about constantly on the Google forums. Like, you know, make the speakers not crackle and things like that and whatever else everyone complains about with pixel phones that we don't seem to see with anybody else's hmm. a really good phone nail all of those things don't be cheap on the display uh stop putting giant foreheads with motion gesture things that no one wants i mean it's not that hard right yeah yeah people in the chat love and squeezy sides so apparently i'm yeah, the minority sides are great that's why I, mean, I never you know they are great i just never really used them 
It's you know, like I would rather have a you have to get right. No, and that's totally that's fine. I'd rather have like a double squeeze for like the flashlight or something, or maybe some other different type of functionality chop, chop. for it. Yeah, chop chop. chop but yeah. Uh, well, they're supposedly working on. I think XDA uncovered something like a month or two ago where they're working on a, a tap on the back. Like you're going to be able to do this, like double tap on the back, and that'll fire up assistant. So you don't need squeezy if you can have a gesture that does that. So, yeah. you know, they'll replace. And a double tap on the back might be really handy too if you're holding your phone. Just a little tap, tap. Assistant That's action. not bad. I want. I want to ensure that I try out the Pixel 4a just to know what it's like to have a rear-facing fingerprint reader again. Like I feel like I kind of miss that. I mean, I've been doing the on-screen fingerprint reader now for like a couple of years, so it'd be kind of weird to go back to that. And all of the on-screen ones are awful. So oh, they're pretty I, terrible. <laughs> I fired up the Pixel 2 XL like a week ago, I, I wrote that story. I was like, it used to be my iPhone and I haven't found a new one. Anyway, I fired it up, updated it because it goes all the way into you know, Android 10. It'll get 11 and it has a rear fingerprint reader. And I was this close to switching to the 2X because I, I finished my Edge Plus review and oh, I fine. went, well, what phone should I go to now? I have an S20 here and a Pixel 4 and a OnePlus 8 Pro. Or do I go back to the 2XL because it runs super smooth still. And yeah, using the fingerprint reader to unlock was, uh, it was a bit of magic, actually. It was, it was pretty magical. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't go back to it, but uh, it's got a, I mean, it's t- terrible display. So I don't blame that's right, you. It's the, the, the blue shit. It's really blue. So <laughs> blue. Anyways, yeah. Um, so, uh, in, in maybe even more important news, Pixel 4a related, uh, we got renders this week, CAD renders of a pixel 4a xl which we don't think is coming uh we're, i think we're at the point where we believe there's a pixel 4a coming there at one time there was both a 4a 4a xl google has apparently canceled this 4a XL. i mean there's no leaks of this thing no one knows anything about it anymore uh but we got renders of it and it shows it shows the phone i think we actually all would have wanted not not that the 4a is probably going to be bad but the 4AXL, according to these CAD renders, measures in at almost the same size as the 3A. Not the 3AXL, the actual smaller 3A, but bigger display because it's edge to edge, has the hole punch, dual camera setup, the plastic body, the rear fingerprint reader, the headphone jack. It looks like it would have been the phone we all, even if it was a hundred bucks more than the three. So if it was 450 or 429 instead of 349, we would have just bought that. It's because it has the bigger display, a little bit bigger battery, probably the second camera. Now, apparently Google, I don't know if we'll ever find out what happened, but uh, apparently it's canceled. That would have been the one. Uh, yeah, at least from, I wrote it up and I was like, man, and the whole time I'm writing it up, I'm like, this is the one. It's a yeah. small form factor, pretty much all display, just a little c- cut out for the camera. No big deal. I mean, that would have been the one. Now we have to, Go for the smaller phone with a smaller display and the smaller battery. And if the, I mean, the battery specs we've heard, it's like, what is it? Sub 3000? I think it's right around. It's like, like yeah, I mean, it it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't inspire a lot of confidence in the battery life department. So it might be fine. I think the batteries in the 3A, 3XL were fairly small and they ran well, but still, this would have been nice to have that big guy. Yeah to, yeah, to have a slightly bigger battery, a secondary camera, 
they should have scrapped the three or the four A and just released a four A XL. Even if they just called the XL the four A, took the XL off. I don't really care. It, this is the one they should have released the dual camera version. But no one knows what the hell Google is ever doing. So uh, right. that's Google for you. We sort of we joked that the iPhone SE would pretty much kill the Pixel 4a, but I'm just sort of curious, like maybe Google was like, well, maybe because we can't meet a particular price point for the Pixel 4a XL, we kill the XL, release the 3a at 350, undercut the iPhone SE 2020, and then just sort of like, and, and win. Unfortunately, I just don't know if they're going to win with the smaller guy. With the li- so with either. with the super cheapy guy, gotta they give us that trick. Everyone and they actually canceled the four A. <laughs> the four yeah. A XL becomes the four A, and that's what they actually give us. What if that happens? Yeah, I mean that is a great idea. It's just unfortunate that Google cannot, you know, contain with uh, any information without it leaking. Like we would already know. We would have known this months ago. Uh, I feel like, uh, well, and so the unless dude Cuba, that's basically reviewed the thing six times. Ex- exactly. Like the phone is, it's ready to go. It's just this gosh darn Corona, uh, just backing everything up. That so. said though, have we really had a lot of leaks? I mean, the one guy in Cuba has a prototype of the small one. We we've don't seen, really know. Do we, we've seen the retail packaging. We've seen it photographed yes, quite a few true. times. I forgot, about, I forgot yeah. about the retail packaging. Yeah, I mean, it it seems like it's just ready to go and it's probably just sitting in boxes somewhere. I'm probably on a cargo ship. I don't know. It's too bad. Anyway, I wish the the 4AX... At some point, a 4AXL, an actual device, is going to show up in someone's hands six months down the road and we're going to go... Well, it's going to be be on eBay and it's going to be some poor Googler who got laid off um, and he's trying to make money to pay his Silicon Valley rent. And yeah... Pixel like unreleased Pixel 4a XL prototype, and I will buy it, and I will enjoy it. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's just move out of there because it's just depressing talking about the phone that we want that's never coming. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Samsung news this week, so we got Samsung Galaxy Note 20 renders and Note 20 Plus renders. Again, CAD renders. There's a chance these aren't correct. The chances of them not being correct, though, are super slim. These are almost always correct, the CAD render things. Uh, if, if, if you don't know where these come from, they're basically from a factory that is from an accessory maker who has every single little millimeter of measurement so they can create cases and things and accessories for launch. They get these early, and then guys like OnLeaks push these out. They create renders and push them out, and they're almost always spot on. So um, Note 20 Plus, Note 20 just got to be honest here. I have not followed the story of the Note 20 or Note 20 Plus at all. And seeing these renders, I went, okay, cool. The front looks like a Note 10 and the back looks like an S20 and there's an S Pen. And am I missing anything? Like, what do I, what do I need to know? One's huge, like seven inches. And the other one is what? Uh, well, I f- yeah, I forget the exact, um, I'm just sort of with you in thinking that they they're just a Note 10 with an S20 mashed up, right? So measuring a uh, 6.9 inches for the Note 20 Plus. Yeah, that's so huge. 
It's massive, but yeah, I think it, aspect it ratio bezel. and yeah, it's slim bezel and it's tall and not too wide. Yeah, I mean it. Uh, it looks like a Samsung phone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard for me to really react together. and get excited because I still feel like the S twenty line's fairly new, right? And and so to be thinking already about Note twenty, Note twenty plus. And I'm just not sure I'm seeing like a whole bunch of new, cool, fun stuff here. The cameras will probably be somewhat different than we had with the S20, but otherwise... I hope so. I don't know, dude. I'm not trying to be a downer on the Note 20 line, but it's one of those things we can just talk more about when we get close to it launching. I guess what? It's not even June yet. Yeah, uh, I think the the real interesting thing will be the price. I mean, S20 Ultra was $1,400. How much is the Note, Note 20 Plus going to be? Um, it'll be interesting just to see how Samsung could price these, you know, are the, like, is it, is the note 20 plus an S 20 ultra, but with the S pen or is it less than the S 20 ultra? It's automatically got to be better because it's not going to have the, the space zoom nonsense. Right. right. Um, no we zoom. already know that Samsung had to remake their entire camera module because the autofocus in the S 20 lineup was absolutely God awful. So, so the cameras <laughs> should be pretty good because Samsung is, you know, if we give Samsung credit for anything, it's that they do seem to be pretty good at, making up for their mistakes. Uh, so whenever they have issues, they're pretty good about listening to people and correcting them. So we'll see. I mean, the Note 20 could actually be kind of cool. I know, you know, you're not big into the phablet stuff, so I'm sure I'll use it and I'm sure I'll say, yeah, it's really good, but I don't know. Will I stick with it? I don't know. I mean, the Pixel 5 will be coming, so hard to say. We'll see. Just, I just don't understand the 6.9 inch display. It's just so absurd. Well, you know, people I mean, like, who I've been play using Fortnite. S20 again. What does this thing have? Like a six inch display? Six inch. That it's sounds huge. about right. That's pretty big. I know the body of the thing's not, which is what's so great. It has a giant yeah. display in a small. I just don't know why people want a seven inch tablet to carry around all the time. But, you know, sometimes more often than not, I'm in the minority in that thinking. So I'll just shush. Uh, yeah. Others. Other Samsung news? There might. Oh, here we go. This is. We need like a, a name for this. Kellen's thirty second watch segment or whatever oh, yeah. it's called. We need like a tune and everything. Anyway, there's news today about a new smartwatch, Galaxy Watch, uh, brand new one. Stopped at the FCC this week. Uh, what do we know? Two sizes: forty one millimeter, forty five millimeter. I don't think we know if it's a new Galaxy Watch Active or if it's just a new Galaxy Watch. Um, specs seem similar, I think, to the previous gen, so I'm not sure what they improved. Probably a new processor or upgraded display. I don't know if they're doing new version of Tizen OS. I have no idea, but there are two new watches, a 45 millimeter, 41 millimeter, all the same, like GPS, LTE, military spec, uh, durability, 580 water. It's, anyway, it's and the, the time. And 30 seconds. <laughs> Uh, the only reason I really care is because for smartwatches, the Watch Active 2, which is Samsung's newest, is still the best Android um, smartwatch you can buy. It's not Wear OS, but the best smartwatch you can buy for Android. So a new one coming out, probably upgraded. It'll probably take place of the Active 2 as the next best watch for, uh, for Android. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Hot watch talk. 
Yeah, that'll get them riled up in the chat. We got one comment about the watch. All right, moving on. Um, final Samsung <laughs> note here. Verizon now has a date for their regular Galaxy S20. So this one, um, in case you forgot, Samsung and Verizon only launched an S20 Plus and Ultra um, initially. And we've been waiting for the regular S20 at Verizon because they had to put millimeter wave in it. Uh, it's finally coming out. You can pre-order it now, I believe. Yeah, it pre-orders actually opened a week ago. And it hits stores on June 4th. It costs a thousand bucks. So the same price as this does everywhere else. The regular S20 does everywhere else. This one just has a millimeter wave. They had to change the size of it a little bit. You mm. know, like the the story about the OnePlus 8 and Verizon's version is slightly different than the unlocked one. The cases don't yeah. fit. Um, it's the same with this one. So oh. it's slightly different. And I couldn't get either Samsung or Verizon to fully confirm with me. Uh-huh. You need to go get yep. a package. I'll be right back. <laughs> Tim's going to get a package. Anyway, I'll talk to myself about this. So the S20 uh for Verizon, I asked both Verizon and Samsung said, Can you tell me the exact dimensions? And I want to know how much it differs in size from the S20 that's sold everywhere else. And both of them kind of said, ask each other. Like one was like, ask Samsung, one was like, ask Verizon. They wouldn't necessarily tell me, but they did say, I think it was Samsung told me it is slightly different. So I'm assuming none of the cases or anything are going to fit. Uh, we'll know for sure pretty soon. But uh, basically, if you need cases and accessories for the Verizon S20, you're gonna have to probably buy them from Verizon. Like you're going to need specific cases, which is a uh, pain in the ass, just like it was with the OnePlus 8. Did you get your package? Package received. Perfect. Perfect. Ooh. Anyway, that just wraps up Samsung stuff. So Note 10, or sorry, Note 20, Note 20 Plus renders, even though we're still a couple of months away from even seeing that. Uh, new Galaxy watches, and a Verizon S20 is finally almost here. We're just like blazing through topics today, I feel like. Yeah, man. Uh, just absolutely blazing. <laughs> you gotta love it. Speaking of blazing, it's been really hot in Portland recently. Like this week, I'm just... Really? I'm dead. <laughs> it was yesterday was 90. It was 90. Yeah. That's too much for Which me. Which is man. hot for us. Yeah, way too hot for us. And then, of course, the weekend rolls around. It's going to rain. So, perfect. Just love Portland sometimes. So weird. <laughs> uh, let's see. Also, briefly, I did publish my Motorola, Motorola Edge Plus review last week. Um, yeah. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but uh, for the most part, I think I talked about it a little bit on our last show, but... For the most part, uh, the Motorola Edge Plus is a really, really good phone. And I know it's like easy for everyone to just kind of clown on it and ignore it. It's a Verizon exclusive. It's Motorola and all that stuff. Um, but I actually didn't mind it, even though the, the curved display thing, yes, sucks. And I think the industry in general is realizing the curved displays are stupid. Um, but... They did some tricks with theirs to make it either more useful or they let you turn it off, which helps. Uh, but some key things like battery life on this phone, new battery champ, without a doubt. I'm pretty sure I could have pushed two full days on this phone, which is absolutely unheard of. I, I don't know another phone other than some crappy mid-range ones with 7,000 milliamp hour batteries that last. This phone could last you, I'm pretty sure, a legit two days. I thought the camera was fine. Their performance, I think it might actually be smoother and faster than the OnePlus 8 Pro. 
Which is saying quite a bit because the A Pro is sort of known as being the fast of the fast, right? That's that's one of their mottos is faster than whatever. I, don't, I can't even remember. It's not the Motorola Edge Plus probably smoother, faster, or at least comparable. Uh, the software is really great. Uh, as far as updates go, I know initially they would only commit to one. They caved on that, and now they're saying at least two major OS updates. So you'll get Android 11 and 12. Of course, we'll we'll see. Right. Of course, it'll get 11. We shall see if and when it gets 12. So, yes, that is something to worry about. But again, I thought the camera was pretty solid for a Motorola phone. Um, if there was issues, it again is the curved display thing, which I just turned off in all the apps. So I didn't really have to deal with it. Um, the thousand dollar price tag, I know pisses a lot of people off, but it's got almost the exact same specs as a Galaxy S20. Plus, it has a headphone jack. So... The price isn't really that bad. It's fingerprint reader also sucks, but all of these do. I know, again, I know everyone wants to dump all over this phone. It's easy to, and I'm totally fine if you want to do that. But I think if you're on Verizon and you want to go buy a new phone, I don't think you should just run to the S20 series. Uh, I think this should be like right there because the OnePlus 8 Pro is not on Verizon, right? And if you're one of those people that buys through your carrier, if this is sitting next to what else are you going to buy your options of now for android at verizon are samsung and now motorola edge plus no motorola didn't back the truck up i mean i don't think yet don't that think was actually yet. my delivery it was a, oh they wrong yeah house, so. it was the wheelbarrow of cash i sent them uh, i sent them back to your place though don't worry <laughs> i mean i'm expecting it because I'm about the only one that told anyone to buy this Dude, phone, I think. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so you know, weird. It is so weird. I I, I don't know. It, what's really funny, right? Because when, whenever I we you or I, either of us trash on a phone, we're, we're haters from this company or that. We're Google fanboys and we hate Samsung. And then, and then if we like this one, then we're just haters of this one or the, whatever it is. And like Motorola... I'm the only person that's like, dude, this phone's actually pretty good. And everyone's like, what the hell, dude? They just, they're paying you. I know everyone's joking, but yeah, it's a nice phone guys. It's 200 bucks off right now. If you go to Motorola, that is, you can get it 200 bucks off probably for only this weekend. I don't know. Not very long. And uh, that's straight off the price. That's not like a bill credit thing. So if you're interested, it's 200 bucks. It's not a bad phone. I think the Motorola name is really kind of what does it, right? If it wasn't Motorola that put that phone out, I'm sure it'd be doing much better. Uh, it's just like, does Motorola command a thousand bucks? They put out a $1,500 flip phone that was like total trash. Like, it's just, I mean, 800 bucks though? And it's it's locked to Verizon. I mean, it's just, it just wasn't a good. It's just not a good thing. Uh, if you're obviously if you're not on Verizon, but just even Verizon, there's so many other options out there. Eight hundred, you can get a OnePlus phone now on Verizon. Like it's just uh, yeah, not the good one, but you can get one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Motorola's we ha- name we is had just to, so tainted at this point. It kind of is. Uh, we had to get on our knees and beg uh, for more than one software update. Like, come on, Moto, what are you doing? Moto used to be the really king did. of Android, and now they're just like, oh, whatever, dude. I mean, the company that gave us the Droid, and we're out here begging for updates. <laughs> yeah, there, there was a brief time where Google owned them, where they were the king of updates. 
like one of the mm-hmm. Moto X's, either the first or second one got whatever Android build at the time within seven days or something of, of, of Nexus phones. And we were so excited. And then they sold them and then it was all down. It sucks. Lenovo's like, we don't have money for that, dude. We don't have money for updates. Yeah. Charles says, I personally like hearing other views on phones and not like the same group all saying it's great or it sucks. Yeah. To- totally with Charles on that. Um, it's good to have many opinions on things, especially when we're spending so darn much on phones now. You want to get all the info. So we try and deliver that in our very, very unbiased uh, reviews. So, Yeah, I mean, the Razer, I just called the most unpleasant phone I've ever used, and here I am saying the Edge Plus is a phone you yeah. should consider. Yep. Cover a wide spectrum over here. Well, you tell it how it is, and I think people appreciate that. So if, 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 if no one has thanked you recently, thank you. <laughs> Uh, so that's it for Motorola. Uh, there's just not much to say. I know like no one cares at all about the Edge Plus. I'm just saying it's a little unfortunate because it's a pretty good phone. Yeah. Uh, um, no, we didn't do, we didn't run through all those donations do, that came in. Great minds think likes. Yeah. I was just uh, going to say that. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Sarah Washington, uh, two bucks says take my Google spyware rewards. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate that. Uh, who else did we miss though? Sorry, I had to refresh my thing. Uh, Charles W, a.k.a. Is it PC747? Yeah, used to be. Yeah. I haven't seen that name in a while. I know, it's just Charles. I must have legally changed it. Um, uh, donated $10 US, yeah. says, It's Friday, got my new MacBook Pro to replace my older 2011 one. Holy moly, that's quite the upgrade, upgrade, dude. I'm good. How about y'all? Uh, and then Mitchell Weisberg with the Canadian ten dollars. Uh, no comment there, but thank you so much, uh, Mitchell. Thank you, Charles, and thank you, Sarah. It's very Charles, much appreciated. What did, you get? did you get the new thirteen? Did you go with the big guy, the sixteen? What'd you get? Yeah, I gotta know. We, I mean, we had to upgrade our computers, which is because we were doing videos and in the four K, and it t- it was taking us forever to render video. So we got me one of those new. 16 inches 16, yeah. but really we really did it because of the keyboard i mean that the, the keyboard the butterfly stuff was just it was so trash it was so bad mine was constantly uh getting stuck and all that so thank goodness that you, apple switched back. i think you had apple replace your keyboard three was it three times it was two, two. times two okay. times and and it, you know it's always a key that i use a lot you know like the space key or the l l key and the o key cuz i loll a lot so when you're lolling as much as i am uh you have to replace those keys so i yeah, have dude. the uh i have the 13 inch that also has that crappy keyboard i've been lucky i don't think i use mine as much as you use yours like right. i'm most mine's mostly for traveling um so i haven't put the the mileage on the keyboard but i feel like my space bar is getting a little there and that might just me be me trying to talk myself into buying the new one, which Charles says he got a new 13 inch. Hey, all right. Random MacBook Pro talk. Yeah. Uh, One plus. Yeah. One plus uh, CEO Pete Lau sat down this week, I believe, with Fast Company. And, you know, we talked about a lot of stuff, but the big idea was that uh, they plan to release cheaper phones once again. Um, I have lots of feelings about uh, this conversation, this topic from from Sir Pete Lau. Uh, what he said is, yes, we're going to start making cheap phones again. 
We want to reach more people. We want to create this whole one plus ecosystem that everyone has a chance to get into. Um, and he said that, uh, it's just one of those things we see a lot of people saying that they're really interested in our phones. I'm trying to find the exact quote. Where is it? Good quote. Well, yeah. Cause it was just so like, yeah, you think Pete, this is why everyone likes your phones. Yeah. That's where I put the damn quote in here and I can't find it now. That's how it always works. Anyway, what he said is we're seeing lots of, uh, lots of, uh, lots of interest in, in cheap phones again. The thing that pisses me off is that OnePlus, we liked you to start because you were selling flagship phones for cheap prices. And I know the margins weren't there and you weren't raking in cash. And I know with the 8 Pro at 900 starting price, the margins are probably much nicer and you're probably actually making some money off these. But like for him to go, yeah, we're a lot of people keep telling us they really want cheaper phones. Like, of course they do, Pete. We've been complaining since you jacked the price up from one phone to the next for like five years straight. And then now you're up in Samsung prices. Like, yes, we want well, the reason we liked you guys was your pricing. So the, the crappy thing here is they're going to give us mid range for 400 bucks. So instead of the one plus one, which was a flagship type phone for 300, remember the original one plus one was 300 bucks. They're going to give us a mid range phone that costs probably 400. Or 500. I don't know. Right. Maybe 400. And, and I'm like, you know, it'll probably be fine. It'll probably be smooth and the software will be good. The camera will be absolute buns. And uh, yeah, it's just going to feel like they're Samsung. It's going to feel like they're Google. Because this is the this is the, the the model everyone follows, right? You have a low mid-range and then you have your high end. So they're just doing what everyone else is doing. They're not a different company. They're just Samsung again. That's what they are. Like they've just become what they didn't used to. Actually, I think I wrote a story about that like a couple years ago over there. They've become what they're trying to not be or whatever. They just, they're just everyone else. I know they make good phones, but this is just them becoming the industry. Uh, you're absolutely spot on with this. Um, I know OnePlus likes to, um, they like to paint a picture or a certain way that like to place themselves a certain way to make it appear that they're doing different things, that they're doing right. things differently than the big companies where in fact they are just doing exactly what the other com the larger companies do. So yeah. nope. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, it's obviously working for some of these guys. I think it's a good thing. I don't think it's bad what they're doing. I think it's good because what we're seeing as smartphone sales dip, and they were dipping before uh, the pandemic even happened. But of yeah. course, people are not going to be spending a ton of money on upgrades for smartphones. So uh, just get used to it. I would say get used to a lot of companies saying, well, hey, maybe we should take a step back. And and we see less devices that are just packed to the gill with specs because not not everyone can just go out there and spend over a thousand bucks on smartphones right now. Right. So right. which is it's a good thing, you know, and I and I. And as a free-thinking American, uh, I love the idea that I can change my own beliefs whenever the heck I want. So, I mean, obviously, a couple of years ago, I wanted it all. But now I'm like, okay, I mean, like, if my phone doesn't have the best processor, that's okay. If I don't have 12 gigs of RAM, I guess I'll survive. Uh, survive so, on eight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, hey, Google spoiled us uh, with six gigs last year. So, uh, yeah, we just have to... Uh, I guess everything in moderation, I suppose. Uh, we got to tone it back. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. 
Uh, it could just be the yeah. the fact that everything <laughs> in general has gotten so good that we're like, yeah, I know a, a slightly lesser processor is probably going to be fine because the software mm. performance will will probably be good. And you're not, I mean, you do a little bit of gaming, but I think like the idea is that everything's gotten good enough. <laughs> the only problem is when we see people start, when we see companies start cutting processor, that means they're usually also cutting camera and they're cutting these other things that are really important. That's what sucks. Like when Google releases this Pixel 5 that we all expect to run a Snapdragon 765 or whatever the hell it's called, as long as the camera's still excellent, I'm totally cool. But if the camera sucks, <laughs> then uh, it's going to be rest in peace for Google, I think. Yeah, big time. I mean, focus on what's important, right? So camera, and uh, I guess that's about it. Software camera battery life? Yeah, battery life, that's one. But like, you know, the, the, but then the companies can make up another way to sort of, you know, help boost battery life without actually fixing it, like with the warp charge stuff, you know, or just like with super fast charging, like you can sort of, I don't really get on phones with bad battery life, maybe as much as I should, just because I know I can plug it in and within 30 minutes I got another day's worth of, of juice. So I guess it just depends, right? As a blogger who sits at home. It's a bit different than if I had to go out into the world and, you know, and forage for my food. So think, think about the world, Tim. I know I need to. I'm very insensitive. For me, it was the worst part about that was the, the regular small Pixel 4 because it was so dramatic. Oh, boy. At six o'clock, I was going uh 10 percent. What the hell? Whereas <laughs> the phone I had just come from was 40 percent when I went to bed or whatever. Right. So. Yeah. That that was a killer because like this S20, its battery life is not amazing. I mean, I, you know, at like 10 o'clock at night, I'm probably down to 20% if I'm hammering on it. So the battery life here is not great, but the Pixel 4 was whole another. Whole another uh, I might have missed this. Did you say that was your daily right now, the S20? Yeah. Oh, okay. It is. It is, uh, it is kind of weird. Phone. It's so weird, dude. You're on a Samsung phone as a daily driver. That just... I know. It really blows right. my I mind. I just recommended the Motorola Edge Plus, and then I switched back to this. Like, I didn't switch to the 8 Pro. There's an 8 Pro charging right behind me. My Pixel 4 XL is right there running Android 11 preview, whatever. And, yeah, this is the, this is the phone I chose. I chose because, like I said, the size is ridiculous, and the display is ridiculous, and the camera is, like, good enough. You're still using oh. that. Yeah, still using the eight. I was trying. I was going to do a, a poll on Twitter to see what phone people should would want me to use. Like, cause I've got a few. Like, I was thinking the Galaxy Z Flip. Should I go back to the Z Flipper? Um, should I go back to the Red Hydrogen? Even though it's still running Android eight. I mean, like, I'll give phones another shot. I don't care. <laughs> If there's a phone you want me to, nothing that's over like three years old, please. Like I would love to not have to like go back in time, <laughs> even though I would be if I used the red hydrogen one. It's like a current phone, but I think someone uh, sent in a a link or something not too long ago, or it was on Twitter, where you could get a red hydrogen one for like two hundred bucks yeah, or something. Yeah. Like what? Oh man, so classic. I mean. What that phone, the fall from I, I still am tempted to write a story about how much of a disaster. I don't know if I mentioned this on the last show, but Tim and I looked every once in a while. It's one of those things. It's sort of like Sagus and some of those other fake phones. This one actually turned out to be a real phone, but we kind of every six months or so remember to go back and look at the history of them or see if there's any news. This thing and is so hot. Yeah. I mean, I dove back into the H4V user net 
forums to see what the to see what <laughs> the, the cult boys is up to. Up to. <laughs> yeah, I dove in to see what the cult boys are up to, and they are Those not grits. happy. Um, there's still some Komodo thing coming, which is some sort of contraption. I think you attach the phone to that's an actual red camera, and it's going to cost like three thousand dollars or something crazy. And so some of them are still talking about Komodo. Um, otherwise, the rest of them are like, yeah, we we feel a little bit abandoned. And I'm going, you think? And, and when, you, when you just said Android 8, so, so Tim and I went back and looked, and the phone only ever got three updates. It was released, I think, in September, and it got, I think, an October, November, and January update on Verizon. So three months in a row, they updated it, and then they just abandoned it. Like... A fifteen wasn't it fifteen hundred bucks for that thing? Yeah, fifteen hundred dollar phone from Red, who's got a name that's supposed to be respected. Uh, three updates, cut, and then it was all over. Then that then they started talking about a new one, which never came, and then Oy. what's his face? Jannard just retired because he got sick or whatever. Yeah, Jim Jannard, right? He well, I mean, not only that, but if I felt like Red really kind of pushed the blame off of themselves, even though it's entirely their fault, it's onto totally the third that. party who manufactured the device, which was completely inappropriate, throwing someone else under the bus because they want to protect the Red name and the Red brand and the boutiquey fanciness that that is. Like, I'm sorry, guys. I like, just take you know, uh, responsibility for the phone that you released and you hyped up and said was the greatest thing you, you paid YouTubers. I'm, I'm, I cannot, I'm not calling anyone out. I'm just saying, I assume they were paid to come out, check out the phone and hype up this 4d display or whatever. It's a bad phone. It's a bad phone. Like, Hey man, what are you going to do? When you reviewed it and you, you just kept telling me how awful it was. And like you were not nice about it. And I remember thinking like, are we missing? Like what are oh, we God, missing though. something here? Why, why is this so bad for you? And then you posted your review and then I think everyone else did. And everyone, you know, collectively said, this is about the worst phone ever released. And it cost yeah. Uh, Rashad Gaddis just dropped MKBHD. So the thing is like, he uses red cameras, right? So he, he has an he idea of what, by red. what, I don't think he gets paid by red. Like, I don't no, think no, 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 no. So he, so my point was is that he, he uses red camera. So he has an idea of maybe the excellence that is expected from that name. And so of course he's excited for them to have a phone when they initially announced that the phone was coming, it was going to be all about the camera and the display. And of knowing red, we all expected that it was going to be awesome. I told Kellen, I don't care how ugly this thing is. And this is before it was released. I was like, I want that phone. Like I'm going to get it and we're going to review it and it's going to be awesome. Thankfully, AT&T reached out because there was no way we were ever going to buy that phone on our own just to review it and then send it back. Whatever. It would be a total waste of money. AT&T sent one out. Uh, and, uh, unfor- and Mark has said the same thing. Like the phone's just not not good. So and so I feel bad for him. Uh, ha- really, he kind of helped set the expectation. Uh, because we know we know what to expect from their real camera company. It, it's not not the same Red who built this, right? Some you know it was a third party. Yeah. It so yeah, they hired an ODM. And they yeah. Sucked, so you, so you feel bad for everybody who spent money, and of course the the Red Colt uh, feel really bad for them because they're still blinded apparently, and they. Uh, if you guys ever are just bored on like a Saturday afternoon and you want H4V. to do some hilarious stuff, yeah, h4v-user.net. 
And I know that sounds like some weird porn site. It's not. <laughs> it's actually the forum where the red official red forum for the phone and maybe even their cameras. And yes, it looks like something from 1995. It's amazing, though. When you read quaint. the weird, they're so it's such a cult over there. It's very weird, but very comical, very entertaining. Yeah, a lot of a lot of great, yeah, great uh, conversations going on over there. So, uh, so everyone in the chat while we were talking about um, these, they want us to phones. use old phones. <laughs> well, no, they want you to look at the Sony Xperia One Mark Two. Oh um, yeah, isn't that thing like twelve hundred bucks? 1200 bucks. So yeah. so yeah, the Sony Xperia 1 Mark II, I think we'll probably try to get one in house at some point cuz I'm at least curious. Uh but if you really want to dive in, you can. So Sony Xperia 1 Mark II and it's actually in the news this week because uh we got a pre-order date and we got a price and it is indeed $1200 for this phone. Uh pre-orders open on June 1st and for some reason they don't ship until July 24th. I thought there was a dash in there, but maybe not a dash between V and user. I thought so too. Oh, well, no, I was going to say their logo kind of makes it look like there's a dash, but yeah, it should. H4V user.net. That's it. Perfect. There you go. If you guys want to go hang out. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> Xperia 1 Mark II, 1200 bucks, pre-order June 1st, arrives July 24th. This phone was announced in February, by the way, and it's arriving in July. Sony does this almost every year though, especially in the U.S., the phone has a lot. I mean, it's mm. huge. It's 6.5 inch. It has top and bottom bezel. So it's 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 a super tall uh, phone. But 4K OLED that they're doing some motion blur stuff to sort of make it act like 90 hertz. Like it's not an actual 90 hertz display or 120 hertz at that. But they're using motion blur to try to make it look smoother. So it's probably fine. But Snapdragon 865, 8 gig RAM, 256 storage, 4,000 milliamp hour battery, has wireless charging stereo speakers and a headphone jack and a triple rear 12 megapixel camera setup only lte in the u.s it has 5g but none of the bands for us um i think sony's releasing like a xperia pro at some point which has i think millimeter wave but who knows when that's coming this thing is actually coming sort of soon um it's 1200 bucks though and they are tossing in their wf 1000 xm3 earbuds or whatever the like noise canceling earbuds that are really huge and ugly but everyone says are really good they're throwing those in and they're a 230 value so you get those and i would rather they just sell the phone at 900 and not seriously. give me the stupid headphones because if it's 900 bucks yeah i wouldn't even hesitate um so yeah get rid of the stupid buds and just give me the phone for 900 but anyway that's what they're doing I'm tempted to use this phone just because it's been a while. I used to be a Sony guy. Remember I had all the little compacts. I love those. And I haven't done it in a while, but I'm tempted to get this one. It's just like $1,200 is just silly. Not only, I mean, it's a hot phone. Like no doubt the hardware looks good. The backside, especially it totally looks like Darth Vader. uh, Cause they got this, like the Zeiss thing going on, like, and it's red and, it, so it's a good looking phone, but $1,200 and also allow me my 30 seconds. You get to talk about your little galaxy watches and whatnot. I want to talk about how bad Sony's naming scheme is for things. Their <laughs> phones are terrible. Sony Xperia one, two, uh, and, but it's, it's one Mark two, one Mark two. Well, I don't see Mark anywhere. Uh, so what really kind of drives me nuts, though, is their the headphones and the earbuds wire uh, the the WF one thousand XM three. Yes. Like, 
I have no idea what they're talking about. Like, I have no idea which. So there's always been this pair of Sony headphones that I want. But I don't know which one to get because I, I just can't, I can't tell the difference between any of them. And I, I don't want to take the time to figure it out. <laughs> so, yeah. I can't stand Sony, man. And the way they do things. Their cameras are the same. Of course, we all use Sony, right? We all got 6300s, A-series, Dash, whatever the heck. Man, I don't know. Just, like, give me a camera. <laughs> it ain't rocket science. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. It's a good-looking phone. I'll give Bertzer that. Phone. That's all I'm giving Bertzer's him. so excited right now. He's, it's, come on. It's very nice. I wish the thing was an inch <laughs> shorter, but otherwise, it looks really nice. And I'm sure the cameras, they should be fine. Um, should be good. We, hey, we love Zeiss lenses, baby. We do. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll have to actually use it. Their software is usually pretty light in terms of how it looks compared to other stuff. Yeah, what's up with this... Uh, Oh, that's the SIM slot. I'm just looking at the pictures of it and trying to like get a layout for the hardware. It's not it's not bad looking. It looks pretty good actually. Yeah. Yeah. We'll uh we'll try to get one just because it's something different. And again, we're kind of doing whatever at this point. The the whole industry is weird right now, so we we might as well try to take a look at it. Might as well, man. The Xperia, did you know the Xperia 5 last fall? Why not get that? I don't know. The Xperia 5, like there was a couple three year thing in there of sony phones and none of them interested me at all i don't know and sony doesn't like send us review units so we buy them if we no. want them um so yeah i don't know anything about the xperia 5 to be honest <laughs> i know it's available i think you still buy it at best buy or something but uh, it is a tall phone though <laughs> it's very tall you gotta reach no 5G, oh, yeah. and you know you. I mean, you and me, we're we're on that 5G bandwagon. I don't touch anything if it's not 5G. So I hate 5G so much. Like 5G, 5G doesn't 5G work. In Portland, yeah, T-Mobile's 5G in Portland is so awful. Anytime I run a speed test on it, I get three down and two up. It's awful. Yep. I it's really bad. It. Yeah, it's false advertising. We should probably sue. Once the FTC sets up their dedicated like social media reporting thing, I'm just going to do a bunch of fake reports on T-Mobile and their 5G network. I'm being abused by it constantly. Thank you, Trump. <laughs> Sorry to get political, but yeah. <laughs> but thank you. Uh, all right, so final topic, RCS news. Actually, speaking of T-Mobile. So T-Mobile and Google announced this week that they are finally becoming RCS friends. Uh, so T-Mobile long ago was like, yeah, we have RCS and it's based on Universal Profile 1. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't based on the same sort of backend system that Google uses, which is their, I believe their Jibe platform. T-Mobile basically has their own RCS, just like Verizon has their own RCS. And so none of these RCS platforms play together. Uh, so Google was like, look, we don't care anymore what you guys are doing. We're going to do RCS on our own. And that's where they've done their, their own chat enabling across the globe, basically through their messages app. So this week, T-Mobile goes, no, we're working with Google now. And our RCS platform now talks with Google's platform. So if you want to RCS me. between carriers, you can, as long as you're RCSing, RCSing, like that's a thing, RCSing. Yeah, <laughs> with someone else who's using Google's messages app. Like it's this all this whole thing is so stupid and confusing. So someone on Verizon, you can send an RCS message to them from T-Mobile as long as they have the Google messages app installed. That's basically where we're at. But at least their platforms, you know, 
talk to one another at this point, which is something. Yeah, we're getting there, aren't we? Uh, I mean, it's only taken uh, 10 years. Had a conversation with someone on Twitter today uh, because I tweeted out. Uh, I was just going to read out the tweet real quick. Can anyone explain why Google is so, so, so bad at messaging apps? Uh, because we, we of course, have been using Hangouts for years, except we're trying to get on this Hangouts chat thing, except our chats account won't pull in our old conversation or external conversations from Hangouts Classic. Uh, and then they've got, you know, Google, of course, has their, their messages app with RC. Like, I thought it would be really cool if we could just ditch texting altogether and not worry about any of that and just go, everyone switches to IM. Like, everyone's IM, like on some type of universal IM account or something. But apparently that's impossible to that. do. We had we that, had we had that. Google Talk. Oh, yeah. And then became Hangouts. We had which, that. And they said, no, we don't want to do this. Hangouts was very close to perfection. It was so close. And it then, was like one step away from being perfection. Yeah. So Google uh, Google really kind of grinds my gears in this. And I, I know you're talking about RCS, but, um, but damn, it just really kind of just grinds my gears because I want IM. But this person says... Honestly, I've been very happy with Google Messages. RCS works great, had no issues. Like, of course, like it works if you're into the texting thing, but I got my entire family and friend circle yes. onto IM and onto Google Hangouts. Yes. And so now with Hangouts going away, I've got this like weird thing where my mom messages me on Facebook, my brother still messages me messages me on Hangouts. You and I are in chat now because Hangouts on Mac OS, like my app keeps doing weird stuff. Like I'm sick of it, man. It's 2020. Like I kind of expected the future to be better than this. Yeah. <laughs> so Android, the messaging situation just sucks. Yeah. We've talked about this a lot, but like the problem is deciding which platform and then trying to convince everyone, you know, to, to do that. Otherwise you're just kind of split. Like I'm split between Hangouts and then some other people who just use text messaging, which I use Google Voice for. I don't use messages, so I don't get to even use RCS. I use Google Voice and Hangouts, so I can't. Right. So it's, yeah, I wish there was still the one. Like, I wish it was Allo and they actually did that and made it proper because it could have been cool, but we all know that failed. It's, it's it's just like, it's one of those things that's never going to get fixed. And particularly for you and I, and I know we're probably in the minority here, but when RCS is everywhere, you and I aren't going to give a single S because we use Google Voice for our phone number. So unless they build RCS into Google Voice, which I'm kind of going, there's got to be a way to do this, right, Google? Um, or come out with a new app that just gets everyone onto it, you and I are going to be screwed forever. Yeah, I mean, Allo was supposed to answer everything. It was going, you know, because of then Allo and Duo, and it was really, it was a marriage uh, but it was awful, <laughs> and it, it never really bloomed into what I think it should have been, or could have been. Uh, uh, Kato with the uh, timely dono twenty. Is this the Swedish Corona? Swedish Corona <laughs> uh, says uh, messages will never get solved. I I actually think you're right, Kato. <laughs> I, think, I think you are exactly right. At this rate, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, Bercher says you guys are an odd case. Yeah, we totally are. And I get like we are in the minority in our specific cases. A lot of people just text message and it totally works for them. I'm just saying like we were at the point where Hangouts, everyone you knew could get on there because everyone has a Google account and they added SMS into it. So you had SMS and Hangouts. We were It was all there. And then they went, 
No. So we were almost at the point where it even worked for Tim and I's weird situation because there was also Google voice integration with Hangouts. Like we were there yeah. and then they just went, ah, we don't want to do this. Um, and Scott says, how was Allo going to answer everything with no SMS? That's the thing. All right. they needed to do was add SMS and add more multi-device because at the time you could only use one device. There was like, they needed to change like one or two things with both of those. And they just refuse to, and then they just go build something else. It's very weird. Like, again, this is why Google has so many messaging problems because they seem like they get really close and then they just blow it up because they get bored and want to make something new. It's very, they do, they do get kind of bored. It's so weird for a company that really wants to like have all the services you use. Maybe like, eh, we can't like monetize it with ads or we can't implement our assistant into it because people will think it's a privacy concern. So, like, eh, just screw it. I don't know what's up with them. I'll give them access to all my chat history if they just give me what I want. They should know that by now. I talk freely I talk freely in my house. I have a lot of Google Home speakers. Like they know what I say. They know what I want. I'm just waiting. Speaking of not giving them that though, uh Google Messages apparently is getting end-to-end encryption in RCS chat. That's another little bit of news. And that'll be great cuz then Google can't read your messages as they are transmitted across their servers. Uh, that's an internal thing they're apparently testing right now, so who knows when that'll come, but that, that could be happening. Good. Good for them. Yeah. Encryption. We love encryption. We're big encryption guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. The 64-bit um, end-to-end encryption keys. No, no VPN. Still use Hangouts. I'm yeah. Encryption. I'm big on that stuff. Big security guy. Big security guy. Uh, uh, that's it for topics. Oh no! Shall we? Uh, shall Get we into the good stuff. stuff? Yeah. yeah shall, shall we give away some stuff? By the way, doing this. Well, you don't have these. Doing nope. This is is really, really fun to do. No, I got. Uh, I did get a few sets of happy plugs though, which uh, you'll be seeing me post about on the site pretty soon. Happy Ooh. plugs. Which uh, some some wireless earbuds. I got white black and two blacks so i got three sets i'm only using one i don't, don't know they why they like pink and green and all sorts of fun yeah colors? man yeah i know it's it's a lot of bs so yeah maybe a giveaway soon uh i'll just write them up and i'll say hey we got a couple extra pairs let's do a little giveaway so if you want some happy plugs can you hear that yeah i i hear it it's probably <laughs> really annoying it's one of those no, things that you can do by yourself just sit here at your desk and uh, the rest of the world would hate you. Mm, good douche. Ooh, ooh, all right. Ooh, got some good pops. Sweet. Hope everyone is ready to win some sweet PNY micro SD card. Shout out again, PNY, for hooking us up. We've got five. 512 gig micro SD pro elite cards, class 10, up to 100 megabytes. That's megabytes, big M, big M, big B. Megabytes uh, of read speed and 90 MB of write speed. These are some good boys. That's about as fast as you'll see on most micro SD cards. 100 read, 90 write. The write is like the really, really important one. Read speeds are, they are what they are, but the write, you want some upwards high. of 100 is pretty good. Yeah, 512 um, though. That's uh, half a terabyte. It is half a terabyte. So, uh, yeah, welcome to uh, DL Trivia. Tim's lights are on. 
the stage is set. So we have five questions. Uh, we'll put a question up on the screen. We'll read it. You can see it. Uh, do whatever you need to do in the YouTube chat right now to uh, lower that latency so you can be first to answer. We will call out the first to answer correctly for each question. And when we do, you uh, you win. Yes, PNY 512 gig micro SD pro elite cards. Shout out once again to the crew at PNY for, uh, for sponsoring the trivia this week. These are big prizes. So yeah, everyone who wins, all five of you get a 512. Get a 512 micro SD card, which is, uh, and Pro Elite. I think Pro, Pro, is Pro Elite like their top line one? I believe it is, right? Pretty sure it is. I mean, it sounds like top of the line stuff. I mean, what what's better than Pro Elite Pro? I guess Pro Pro Ultra? Pro Elite Ultra? Ultra Elite Either Pro? <laughs> I don't know. Look at people just spamming off. We haven't even put a question up, you crazy loons. Yeah. Well, one day 12 is going to be right, and we're going to be super confused <laughs> as to who was first. But it's not today. It's not today. So, uh, yeah, we put up a question. Tim reads it. You answer. If you're fast, we will shout out your name and tell you if you are the winner. You got to be right, of course. How exciting. All right, cool. Well, here we go. Dave is ready. We're ready. Let's, uh, let's start it up with question number one, please. Question number one is up now. Who produced the processor for the Motorola Droid Bionic? Again, who produced the processor for the Motorola Droid Bionic? So I will accept uh, some acronyms here. I will take Seth Merritt with the correct answer of TI, a.k.a. Texas Instruments. Uh, Very nice. Seth, good job. I, you know, I really really was thinking people were going to go Qualcomm on that. It's a couple of Qualcomms. Was that the uh, OMAP 4460? Good question. Uh, I don't know, but I want to check. Checking. Bionic OMAP 4460. Do I have that right? 4430, Zach Webb says. Oh, it could could be the 4430. Yep. OMAP 4430. Uh, Same one that powered the the calculator. (laughs) Possibly. Cool. Congratulations, uh, Seth Merritt. You've got a sweet... PNY 512 gig micro SD pro elite SD card coming at you. Sweet. All right, cool. All right, off to a good start here. Let's go with question number two, please. Question number two is up. Which OnePlus phone was the first to get a McLaren edition? Ooh, which OnePlus phone was the first to get a McLaren edition? And if y'all didn't already know, we will we will no longer see McLaren branded OnePlus devices. That news breaking this week. Their partnership has concluded. Not sad about that at all. Is that Trevor McGrath? No, Brandon Johnson. Brandon Johnson with the correct answer of the 6T. Nice. Brandon Johnson, congratulations. Yeah, I'm not gonna be, you know, that sad about missing the McLaren because no, <laughs> it was already it's it's already Goodbye. kind of obnoxious that one plus goes like eight and then eight T right. They already upgrade four months later, but then they were also kind of doing it a third time and going, well, now there's also this McLaren edition, which is just stupidly overpriced. And we changed one thing, like maybe the charging slide, like it, they just tweaked one thing and you went, dudes, come on. Like, why dudes. are you doing this? Yeah, it was, it was annoying. So I am not sad at all that there will no longer be McLaren edition phones. Yep. Get it Get out it of here. here. <clears throat> yeah. 
All right. Congratulations, Brandon Johnson. Let's go with question number three, please. Question number three is up now. What was the first Samsung Galaxy S phone to feature a QHD display? Again, what was the first Samsung Galaxy S phone to feature a QHD display? Shout out to whoever said Galaxy S3. That's a cute answer, but very incorrect. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm going to go with Scott McDonald with the correct answer of the 6, the Galaxy S6. I'll take Congrats. that. Yeah. I like it. Congratulations. Was the Galaxy S5 1080? Is that what the Galaxy S5 was? It was not even. It was 720 HD. The Galaxy S5 was? Wait, they went from they went from 720 to, to quad, quad HD. HD, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Pretty sure. I'm double checking for you. Galaxy S5 yeah. specs. Nope, you're right. Was definitely Full HD. Super AMOLED oh. 1080. Say, that's crazy. Because, yeah, the S4 had. That would have been massive. Uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy. That was the phone where they changed everything, right? Remember, they took away the SD the S6, card baby. slot, yeah. pissed everyone off. But the battery life on those S6 phones was horrible. But that was one of the first curved ones. S6 changed everything, though. That's when they brought all the glass. Nice little phones, yeah. Better battery life. Where's my sorry? I'm just like going in and getting my winner again, Scott McDonald. There you are. Excellent. All right. Question number four, please. Question number four is up now. What city is home to Verizon's operational headquarters? It's very important. What city is home to Verizon's operational headquarters? It's not Chicago. It's not not New York. Aha. Rashad Gaddis with the correct answer of Basking Ridge, New Jersey. You just know that. Yeah, I'm curious. They are in New Jersey, yeah. Basking Ridge. Sean Gaddis. Yeah, their uh, what is their their corporate operations are in uh, New York, New York, but then operational. Mm-hmm. They're they're their day to day function apparently. We used to get calls every once in a while back in the day when we might have a big leak from Verizon where we oh yeah did, from uh, Jersey. Yeah, the, uh, the Jersey call would come in and they go, uh, Kellen, what are you doing? Hey guys. You know, yeah. Hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, we don't get those calls much anymore. Yeah, no, they had to change everything. They they yeah. don't let anything out. They don't even let because they used to like tele, um they used to uh go through training with all their employees for every time they had something coming up, and then you know we would get those slides, and you know they don't do it that way anymore. Now they hold it tight and announce it, and then basically train their employees after they announce it. They had to yeah. change like the whole process because it just you know wasn't working. That's why when you walk into a phone store these days and say, oh, I want the new phone that launched today, unless it's an iPhone, they have absolutely no idea no what idea. you're talking about. They're they like, when, I, when I picked up that Edge Plus from a local Verizon store here, uh, they uh, actually when I called and talked to somebody online first to place the order for pickup in store, the guy was like, yeah, let me make sure that actually launched today. It had been out for hours, right, on the on the East Coast, and I was out here on the West. And, yeah, the guy didn't really believe me that the Edge Plus was available because, yeah, they don't. They had to change how all of that stuff works. Thanks a lot, Droid Life. Sorry. All right, we've got one last question, and it is PNY related. Let's go ahead. Give me question number five, please. Question number five is up now. What does the acronym 
P and Y stand for? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. What does the acronym PNY stand for? And apparently it's not pony. Funny story. I was asking Kellen because it's one of those things that I, I say to myself, but I've never said out loud. I've never had to talk about PNY to anyone. I was like, I was like, how do you pronounce PNY? I was like, is it pony? Like I would just say pony. And, uh, he's like, your winner here. Oh, my, well, my winner is going to be uh, Pony. <laughs> I was going to say Pony, New York, Paris, New York. Uh, oh, Jackson, come on, dude. You can't spell Paris. <laughs> well, Charles did the same thing right before that. Oh, P-E-S-N-Y. Oh, gosh. I think I got to go with Curtis Black on this, right? I got to go with the proper spelling on this. With the comma in there and everything? With the comma and everything, absolutely. Like straight from copy-paste Google. I got to go with Curtis Black, right? Uh, yeah. I feel really bad. Sorry, Charles and Jackson, but I got to go with the proper spelling on this one. Uh, going to give it to Curtis Black for Paris, comma. Comma, not necessary, but he did get the proper spelling. So, Curtis Black, congratulations. That's Fight funny. Me. The, the, they both did Paris because I and you are obviously right next to each other on the keyboard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they were they were going so fast. Shout out to both of you guys. Ugh. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Cool. Well, Curtis Black, congratulations. Um, so shout out to our winners. We got Seth Merritt, Brandon Johnson, Scott McDonald, Rashad Gaddis, and Curtis Black. Uh, you guys, five twelve gigs. Yeah, five twelve gigs of storage for your phones. Micro SD, Pro Elite cards. Woo, woo. Pretty sweet. Good stuff. Pretty, um, pretty sweet. If you have never won before, well, if you won today, uh, please feel free to email me. Uh, we will get your cards sent out to you as soon as possible. Tim at droid-life.com. Excellent. Email me, and it's gonna be amazing. And yeah. yeah, huge shout out to PNY for the uh, for the cards. huge. Yeah, thank you. Those, PNY. Are, those, are big, those are big prizes. Some of the bigger prizes we've given away in a while. So, yeah. And PNY, please let me know if you hate it when people call you pony technologies, because <laughs> it's just a personal thing like PNY. I think PNY, I think pony. <laughs> so and, and it's so funny is that great. you said that and I was like, Tim, no, it's not at all pony. And you went fine. And then, yeah, to see when you ask that question, to see at least two or three or four ponies. I mean, you were not alone. You were no, not alone. Thankfully, not. Brandon Johnson, one of our winners, asking if we can send to a P.O. box. Yeah, man, I'll send it to wherever you tell me to send it. It's your. It's going to be your responsibility. Uh, uh, and Andrew, Andrew yep. Eans just dropped ten bucks. Don't know. Been a few months since I've been able to tune in. Please accept. Oh. No need to apologize. Yeah, Appreciate but we will bucks. greatly accept your donation. Thank you so much, Andrew. It's very generous. Hope you've been good. Yeah. Bye, Eli. Yeah. <laughs> Charles saying you guys still on lockdown? Y'all getting out? No, we. So our county, Multnomah County in Oregon, we're oh. totally locked down still um, because we're you know, well, we're no restaurants. You can go shop and stuff. Yeah, all sure. the restaurants and bars, all the essential weird businesses like that that got hit hard, they're not open in our county because we live in the Portland area county. Yeah. So, yeah, overall, things are getting better, but it's still not wide open. P 
Ian Weiss says they've heard pony a few times. I'm sure they have. Well, they, <laughs> I imagine you have. Yeah, they really need to adopt it though, because ponies are fast, right? And and their SD cards are fast. So maybe they could have the PNY Pony series, and I will give that to them free of charge. You're welcome. Uh, Gary the Fireman, great show, guys. Everyone stay safe. Thank you, Gary. Hope you're staying safe. Um, yeah, much more dangerous than what we do. So you stay safe. Yeah, uh, Travis, my brother's just on his way out of Portland, moving out there to work for eBay. Nice. I had no idea. Did we even have eBay offices here? I had no idea. Sure, sure, I'm sure we do. I think yeah. we have a Google office here. We there. Yeah. No, there, there's offices here. Actually, you know, eBay has been here for a while. We had a reader a long time ago that used to send me like weird beta builds, and he worked for eBay in Portland, I believe. Nice. All right. Well, congratulations to him. Uh, Bercher says no ponies are small inferior horses. I was, I was gonna say, like, you were going off about ponies being awesome, and I'm going, ponies are what dope. Of, what, kind of, what kind of ponies did you grow up around? Maybe I was just a small kid, and so ponies seemed big. I don't know. Like, okay, in my mind, ponies are cool, so whatever. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, the pony the, haters, the families that goes to the fair, and they're like, kid, do you want to ride in the, ride pony, the pony circle? <laughs> and it's like this little weak pony that's never been Aww. fed before, and he's just oh, crawling deep. around. Like, I don't think we want to go there. <laughs> so here in Portland, we got some, some obviously some weird folks, uh, and we have one guy who walks around in St. John's in this North North Portland area where I live, and he he walks around a pony, and just down the sidewalk every day, just walking up and down with his pony, and it's awesome, dude. Like I love Portland, and I love ponies, so anytime I see ponies, I I gotta pet them, give them a carrot. <laughs> so again, shout out to PNY. Um, <laughs> to PNY, not pony. Yeah, just not PNY. pony. PNY is fast. Apparently, ponies are slow, inferior horses. So, <laughs> birds are just not holding back on the ponies. Gosh, yeah, birds are. Yeah, birds are very passionate about Sony and hating ponies. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> Good lord! All right. Awesome. Uh, anything else? Uh, I would just say, please stay safe out there, everyone. I know. Yeah. Uh, the country is certainly going through it. Oh yeah, everyone stay safe. Absolutely. Um, if you're in one of those places that is getting super hot, stay cool, stay inside. Uh, yeah, be safe. Also, the Timotato Reacts YouTube channel is doing really well. We're yeah. almost at a we're almost at a thousand subscribers. So feel free oh. to head on over Timotato Reacts. Check me, watch me react to new music and fails i've been watching musician fails and laughing my butt off at people who fail <laughs> and and telling stories about my previous onstage fails so it's awesome yes and shout out to pny again thank you for uh, especially for tuning into the chat that was fantastic so yeah love to see that yep all right everyone uh safe week we will be back we might actually be back i know we've been doing an every other week show for a little while here but we got Android 11 beta show next week mm. might be a big show. So I would say uh, more than likely there'll be a show again next week. Nice. Two in a row, which is, you know, big stuff for us. Big for us. Uh, yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for all the donos, everyone. Uh, Sarah, Charles, Mitchell, Cato, and Andrew. Really appreciate that. Thank and you. again, final shout out to PNY for, uh, for the fabulous prizes. Email Tim. We'll get those. We'll get those. Heck yeah. Have a good weekend, everyone. Peace.